fast thoughts, fast thoughts. I'm Adam Daniel Mazay. Weekend edition, my friends. Thank you again for chiming in. It's a gorgeous day here, really it is. The weather is just amazing. Had a good morning workout. I hope you've been enjoying the weekend. As I implored you, of course, to do earlier on at the outset of the weekend. From the center of the known universe otherwise known as Toronto. You know Toronto. It's that city that everybody across Canada loves to love. The all-knowing, the all-seeing, the all-important Seth referential. Big T, you got it, baby. You know, let's talk a little bit about the difference between theater and film. Theater. Theater. And film. I've done very little of the former shards of glass. I'm just getting this out of the way. People run over this and they lose their tires. Very little of the former. And I've done quite a lot of the latter. And the feelings when you prepare for the former versus the latter are different to say the least. So let's talk a little bit about how that actually goes. Let's talk first about theater. First of all, the rush that you get from theater is kind of unlike the rush that you get from film. Um, And by the rush, I mean it's just like the satisfaction of knowing that you've done a great portrayal. When you portray characters in series or in movies, even in short commercials or on the stage, you're improving people's lives. You're giving them an opportunity to have a little bit of a release, a little bit of an escape, um, it's something that allows them to identify with something that they might, have, might be having difficulty with in their life. It's something that they can sort of invest themselves in. It helps distract people from some of the other problems that they have going on in their life or with their work or with their families. Or it sometimes kind of reaches very deeply inside of people and it kind of fundamentally changes how they think about the world. And I think that's a very big responsibility when you look at the craft of acting. Theater actors, because you're going out there every night or every day or nights and afternoons, day, night, as I call them, day games and night games, like you're doing a week, two weeks, sometimes three weeks of shows. Um, So it's a grind. It's extremely grinding. Um, It's enormously, enormously exhausting. But every end of the show, you have this wonderful, like, rapturous ovation. And then, of course, if there's a standing O, and then there's an encore, and then you come back again, and you're with the entire cast, and you go out for cast drinks after, and you kind of relive the moments. And it's like a big, massive team effort, and it's just enormously arduous. The rehearsals, the preparation, the dialogue, and how much dialogue you have to remember, and the blocking, and everything of that nature. It's a massive, massive undertaking. Um, unfortunately, theater doesn't pay very much, unless you're like in the upper echelons of like theater actors and you're, or you're acting in big cities like New York or, or London or whatever the case may be. So it doesn't pay. And of course, community theater doesn't pay anything at all. And you do it for the love of the acting, which again, there's nothing wrong with that. Um, and there's a lot of audience, there's a lot of people that support community theater in different little sort of municipalities or towns or cities or whatever it is and they like to go and there's different types of theater companies there's big ones there's small ones there's there's highly sponsored ones with you know silver gold silver and bronze or platinum partners and then there's smaller little 
repertory theaters where, you know, just people do it, you know, on the weekend or for the love of the craft. Um, and it's all good stuff. But um, in terms of, let's talk about myself, like preparations for a theater piece, you know, I've got sort of like notes and I'm highlighting things and I don't have a problem memorizing dialogue. It's never been a problem. It's just like how you want to deliver it. And, um, and, uh, um, and of course, if there's a lot of it, you know, you've got to get it in your head and you've got to repeat it and repeat it and repeat it. And you've got to kind of get into a situation where it becomes very internalized. And let's not talk about the actual techniques, but, um, but generally the rush that you get from theater is unlike the rush that you get from film and you get something after every performance. In other words, you'll do the entire play, however long it lasts, however many acts there are, you know, however many, however long intermissions last. And at the end of the theater performance, you're going to know whether you've done extremely well. I mean, you'll always get applause. You know, you're never going to not get applause, but you'll always get like massive applause and shouting and catcalling and whooping and whistling and, you know, um, undulating, right? You know, you'll get some really good response. Uh, and that's, you know, that helps kind of fuel the, the acting of the thing. But film, on the other hand, um, you know, obviously it's long lasting because it's on some kind of a medium. Nowadays, obviously, it's, it, everything's been digitized or if it's in some kind of a canister on some celluloid reel, which generally these days is also transferred to digital. But let's just say it's, it's somewhere. It exists you know, it's a record of who you were. It's been recorded, so you can always go back to it and always refer to it. Um, but sort of the depending on what kind of director you work for and how lavish the budget is and how many what's called the shooting ratio, how many takes you can do per scene or per you know uh, scene fragment, um, it can be very exhausting in its own sort of a way. You know, and you don't ever want to see what goes in to the sausage, as it as we call it. You don't want to see what goes into the process of making the movie. Don't get me wrong part of my film education when I was coming up was studying what was going on behind the scenes and that's how I got to know but I'm just saying like most audiences don't really care for that they just want to see the end result but it's extremely exhausting there's so many takes especially if they're deeply emotional takes especially if the material is e extremely challenging and you have to bring it all the time right and a good director will know when enough is enough like a good director will know when how many takes to bring you to get to that point when enough is enough or they've seen what they want and they've captured it it's as in the can as we call it and they'll stop the scene and you'll start moving to the next so you take a little break or whatever the case may be but it's a much much longer process obviously it's much 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 more expensive it's probably the most expensive art form of all the different art forms sculpting painting etc right singing and that nature film is the most expensive there's so many different moving parts so many different components so many different personnel but the thing I like about film characterizations as opposed to theater is, you know, theater, you're using your whole body, you're using all four corners of the stage, you know, you're shouting, as we say, to the back row so that the old lady in the back can hear you, whatever it is, you're watching where you stand so you don't upstage your fellow actors and things of that nature. But with the film stuff is, like, especially if you're playing characters, which I love to do, and totally transforming who you are, and you're living that character's life, at least I am, in my head, I mean, not to the point that Russell Crowe might or that Christian Bale might or Charlize Theron might or, um, uh, you know, uh, um, uh, De Niro might. You know, I'm not necessarily on that level of, of deep involvement, but I will be living the character for the duration that I'm going to be playing that guy. And so um, it's not an, a today-to-tomorrow process. Like, once you start committing yourself to doing it, you get into it, um, and then, you know, it's a progressive thing. 
So especially if there are body transformations that you have to go through, you know, it's 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 from the minute you wake up until the minute you go to sleep. You know, you're watching what you're eating, you're watching what you're thinking. Um, if it's a massive script that you're trying to memorize dialogue for, you know, I have different techniques for how I do that and where I do that. Um, and then, you know, because you're with that character for a much longer period of time, the character kind of affects you uh, and you're kind of, you're cloaked in that character. It's permeating every one of the sinews of your being so much so that, like, you find yourself, I know it sounds a bit odd to say this, but you find yourself, like, thinking like that character might or making excuses for some of the things that that character does. Like, in my case, because I'm playing a lot of antagonists, so I'm always thinking, not evil thoughts, but I'm, I'm rationalizing see when when you when you play bad characters it might seem like they're perpetrating evil acts in the frame of the screen but to the to, to antagonists to villains to bad characters what they do doesn't necessarily seem all bad to them there are justifications even moral justifications even i could say benevolent justifications in their minds for the things that they're doing if they're not psychopaths Obviously, if they're psychopaths, they're lacking empathy by definition, and so they wouldn't really know the difference between that and that. They could pretend like they have empathy, but they don't really have it. Again, we're just talking about psychological concepts. But then I find myself thinking a lot like that character would, right? And um, some people go for that. Some actors, I mean to say, go for that. Some don't. I really like it. It's not a shut it on, shut it off kind of a thing. Like, I don't, like, if I'm on set and I'm that guy, I don't like to sort of, me personally, I don't like sort of kibitzing around you know with my colleagues or sort of cracking jokes I might do it I mean like a little bit obviously you know if you're sort of breaking bread or whatever it is you're not going to just be um, you know sort of a taciturn um, uh, you know you're not going to shutter yourself away from everybody although I have been on sets where that's what I do I just don't want to interact with anybody because I'm in that kind of a zone so again you're not necessarily getting those accolades right away you're being hired for a gig and months later you're going to see the fruits of your labors. Um, there are films that I've done that we won't see the fruits of our labors a year along the track. Um, and that's okay because it takes time to make something beautiful. It makes time to put something through the necessary stages of the post-production process. And that's okay. That's the, ga- that's the name of the game. Um, and then finally, if it's successful and it starts going places, for example, in our world, if it starts going to festivals, and it starts getting distribution heat, and people want to buy it, people want to see it, um, you know, people want, I mean, obviously these days, theatrical release is not really part of the, of, the, of the equation, only on a very limited basis, and usually regionally for independent theaters, I'm not going to bother you with that, most of the stuff is of course going to streaming platforms, the, the Prime Videos, the Amazon Primes, that is, the Netflixes and things of that nature, that's all good, and that's all fine and dandy, but you only get to see the results much later down the line, but in terms of my personality, I I do enjoy theater. Do not get me wrong on that level. What I don't enjoy about theater, obviously, is the fact that you don't get compensated for it. But again, um, there's people in the theater world that never cross lines. There's people in the theater world that only do theater and they don't do any film stuff at all. And there's people in the film world that dabble a little bit in theater, but they mostly do film. Um, or people that are in the film world that are not doing very well, that they're not getting cast for anything, so they might do a run of a, th- of, a, of a show, of a play, somewhere in a big city, just to get their... It's called kind of going back to roots. You know, you get back into 
if, especially if you come up in the ranks through the theater, especially a lot of European actors, British actors, they come up through the theater and then they kind of come out into film. That's how they kind of end up and they make a big career, successful career in film. So they might occasionally, if you're not getting cast for anything, if you're getting older, you're not getting cast for the parts that you used to. This is what happens, of course, in Hollywood. Um, but I generally prefer film because I, my personality is ideally suited to that type of preparation. I love the long, drawn-out timeline. I love um, getting sort of my body tuned up and amped up. I like getting my accent tuned up and amped up. I love exposing myself to as much as many as many as much different source material as I can to help me perfect what I'm trying to do. Um, I obviously, and if it comes to getting certain sounds right, I like working with dialect coaches or friends of mine that you know that speak that way, so that I can kind of listen to how they talk and then kind of perfect it that way. That's very important to me to get it to get it going that way. And obviously, when I get on set, it's a very serious endeavor. And maybe when it comes to theater and plays, it's a little more. It's a little more ch chatty, a little more congenial, maybe a wee bit more just sort of um, the discipline might not necessarily be there just because the people that are doing theater productions are generally regular people that have companies and that run jobs and they're good at what they do, but they're not necessarily um, throwing their body at the craft uh, in a way that a, that, that, a, that a film actor might. So um, once I get myself rolling on a certain trajectory once I start pumping really hard uh, preparing myself for a role it's like it's basically non-stop until we wrap the production it's like it's just like pumping really hard until we actually uh, you know me uh, in terms of my character in terms of I get wrapped from the production and that's kind of something that I really like to do generally takes a longer period of time and you're with that production or with that mindset for a longer period and it's just good I mean I love like I said as many different books films, source materials, things that I can kind of get my mind wrapped around so that I can perfect and achieve as authentic a portrayal as possible. Uh, theater actors may have that type of attitude, but again, that's generally the responsibility of sort of like the wardrobe or the costumer, the person who's working, working on the costumes. Obviously the actor too, especially if there's an accent issue or something of that nature, um, but of course, because you're doing it all in one take, uh, you know, because you're doing a production all in one take, it's not something that you do through scenes or through takes or, you know, it's not like, <coughs> it's not an action cut kind of scenario. Um, it's a different type of mindset. And some people can transition fluidly bet between the two worlds. And some people prefer one or the other or dabbling like me. I dabble. I dabble in theater, but I like... I dabble in theater, but I prefer, obviously, film stuff, as I've come to realize, and that's where the bulk of my experiences are, and that's obviously the bulk of what I get cast to do, is things like of that nature. So I don't know what it is for other actors, although it's a great exercise to do a play, because it's an enormously challenging, and also enormously fulfilling activity, although I just wouldn't go into it necessarily thinking that you're going to be wealthy, um, you know, working in, uh, working in theater. Um, but you could do a, quite, a, quite a good trade in terms of a career option, um, especially for younger actors that are listening to this, doing a lot of good film stuff, especially if you're good at what you do, and especially if you're always learning and you're improving and you're perfecting your craft. So that's generally how it works up here in, uh, in the biggest Canadian city where obviously most of the film productions, except for Vancouver, there's a lot of good stuff going on on the West Coast, and obviously 
there's quite a bit in Montreal as well, but Toronto's pretty much where you want to be in Canada if you want to be in the entertainment business. So, um, theater versus film. Um, yeah, definitely for me, it's probably 90-10. You know, I'm 90% in film, 10% in theater, and maybe even less than that, 95-5. But um, uh, different actors have a different approach. I have friends that do 50-50. I have friends that do 60-40, you know, theater versus film, or just very rarely do they do films, obviously. Because, again, it's a big commitment for a film, um, and a lot of people just don't have, uh, especially if you're not a full-time actor, if you're a working actor, they don't really have time to spend getting ready for roles but that is ideally what I love to do that's what I'm kind of designed to do and again you only end up knowing that the more productions you get involved with the more different people that you collab with and that you work with anyway my friends I hope you're having a great weekend as of right now the Jays are leading the Bo Sox four to nothing and the Boston Red Sox at Fenway Park right now the Jays are leading four nothing it's pretty awesome two home runs already from the Jays and let's see how they finish the game. I think it's going to be pretty fucking great. It's going to be wicked. Like, like Bostonians say, fucking wicked. Wicked. Dead ass. Anyway. Talk to you very soon, my friends. Wishing you many, many good things. Fast thoughts. Fast thoughts. <laughs>